This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 2, Episode 10. The life-changing magic of getting your shit together. (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, where we review self-help books, talk about our pop culture pleasures and our current obsessions. My name is Liana from theselfhelphipster.com. And my name is Andrew Jin from andrewjin.co. And shamefully late, but we're back at it again. Today is uh, November 1st, and today we dropped the episode, the previous episode that we recorded <laughs> in September. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's all me. No, it definitely wasn't. I was supposed to make the show notes, and I just kept procrastinating on that. And then suddenly Andrew still somehow beat me to it by uploading the podcast to Podbean. One day, one day before <laughs> yes. the recording of the second of but the next one. No matter, because yeah. today is our season finale, the 10th episode of our second season. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a very joyous and festive occasion. Yeah, because we have two books. We have two books. And I'm so excited about this, you guys, because these me are too. the two the two books that I've read this year where I was just like, fuck, this is actually changing my life as I'm reading it. It's just glorious. And for the occasion, Andrew brought a little something. Mm. Care to do the introductions, Andrew? Remember my obsession from I the sure last do. show? That is the donuts from the Harewood Bakery. And currently there is this beautiful box in between our mics with a beautiful little red ribbon that I'm currently we'll put a on, I'm, I'm, picture I'm on, on unboxing it. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited about this because last episode, Andrew talked about this at length, about how good they were and they were made with brioche dough. Yep. And Ooh, they well are these amazing donuts by this girl who makes them in the morning uh, and they're like couple, gourmet they're donuts. Oh my God, they look so beautiful. Okay, we, we have, have to four donuts in this box. Two of them are the creme brulee donut. Shut your mouth. Which is a donut of which I am surprised that it's not a thing yet. I mean, why isn't this <laughs> the new cronut? Why isn't there a line in front of the shop? Why isn't this and, a thing? Yeah, why isn't this a thing? And Liana is now taking pictures. Yes, I am. Making content. Well, I'm ready to dive in, but we shouldn't chew while talking to the mic. So we have to be very delicate and polite and good little socialized from the Victorian age. All right. Okay. So there's the creme brulee donut, which is amazing. Obviously. It's a a donut without a hole Mm -hmm. stuffed with the creme. From the creme brulee and Ooh. the the and the brulee on top, the, mm. they 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 have like sugar on top and mm. it's flambéed, you know, brulee. I'm excited. I don't know what it's called. I suggest we start with that one. Yes, we please. also have a maple pecan and Ooh. a rose <gasps> buttercream. Oh my god, I'm actually a little turned on. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm grabbing one Dig in. as we speak. Should we get plates? Oh, should I get plates? Yes, I should get plates. In the meantime, and shout while I'm running to the kitchen, tell us all about your 30-day challenge. My 30-day challenge. Because I remember from previous episode that you were finally going to start tracking your mornings. Tell (laughs) Tell me all about it. Okay, so 
I had like the busiest uh, 30 days yeah. ever, um, which is why the show wasn't edited, the previous one. But um, yeah, it's still a struggle to... My, my mornings are just a mess. Yeah? Yeah. It, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not cool. It's not what I want. And I, are you rushing out I the door? I absolutely or? do not have my shit together. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, luckily for you, we know just the cure. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, um, in the spirit of the books that mm -hmm. we've read, um, I'm going to focus on getting my shit together and for how, the next 30 days. Yeah. And I have a five-minute journal that is on my um, closet, unboxed. Un no, it's un-unboxed. And it's been I there. I still have to do an unboxing video. <laughs> I remember this because you, talk you talked about this like three or four episodes ago. Oh, I think longer ago. Mm. And I still haven't made the unboxing video. No, exactly. <laughs> so it's still there. So I can use that maybe to help me with my mornings. Yes. And get my shit together. Yes. Like so it's strategize something. It's keys, phone. Wallet. Wallet. Yes. Oh, but we'll get to that. Yes. But uh, yeah. Okay, so but that's your that's your strategy to yeah. before start we using start that one. before we go to yours. Yes, please take a bite and tell me what you think. <sighs> I already took about a bite and I'm so happy. You know, while I'm while I have this in my mouth, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> mm, this is so good. The caramelized sugar on top is blowing my mind right it's ridiculous, now ridiculous isn't it oh it's crazy you know what but I mean. while i was chewing i was just thinking about my sister-in-law who hates the sound of other people eating that's a thing did you know that i know that so i'm trying to be considerate and not eat right in front of the mic because i don't want to gross anybody out but i remember like she can't even be around anyone who's reading an apple yeah that's also your problem, you know. I mean, <laughs> Sound, is, sounds like is, a you problem, not a me problem. I mean, this is the, true. this this the the majority of people I believe mm -hmm. will like this ASMR that we're giving them right now <laughs> of us experiencing <laughs> these beautiful donuts. Yes, yeah. they are so good. Everybody who lives in Amsterdam, if you are not at the Harewood Bakery at least once a month, you are missing out on mm. some valuable life oh, shit yeah. right there. Mm. Uh, Albert Kuyp. Oh. Anyway, oh sorry. <laughs> I was there this morning to get these fresh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, because you have to get them fresh, you can't yeah, sure. eat them the next day. So. I mean, what is this amateur hour? Of course, we're uh, getting them fresh. Of course. And they gave me a mini to try out of the new, the new menu that oh, they're God. gonna have for the for the holidays, which is speculas. Oh my God! It's, oh. it's a speculas donut for the international listeners it's a lot like pumpkin spice but oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit yeah, more towards yeah, the pie yeah the basic bitch pumpkin spice donut yes i'm like totally getting my starbucks size <laughs> pumpkin pumpkin spice latte in my uggs why aren't we having pumpkin spice lattes right now because we're not basic bitches <laughs> we're not basic bitches we're badass bitches i love my inner basic bitch when i go out to starbucks to yeah get my pumpkin spice you I'm, know i, I, I i've, my had, basic I've had i i hate it by the way 
It's yeah, gross. I've had it before, but it's <laughs> dumb. Like, just give me a regular mm. latte and I'm good. Yeah, Thank I you. just have one a year. Just yeah, to, just to, just for yeah. like traditional, like that's your the way that autumn uh-huh. starts. Like it's, it's fall, exactly. it's your fall it's, ceremony. Yeah, exactly. yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to sum up, you're basically going to use your five minute journal in yeah. order to get your shit together in terms of your morning, even mm-hmm. though you're very very busy. Yeah. You're a busy man, mm-hmm. a serious busy man. Yeah, but okay. um, that um, a busy man, but. Now, having read the books, mm-hmm. an unprioritized man. Mm, okay, yeah. There's a lot of things I can stop doing. Okay, well, that's cool. And a lot of things I should be doing. Yeah. Or must. Do. I hear you. <laughs> so, uh, what do you? How, how about you? Um, I was Your doing... Your 30 days challenge was... I was doing the woo-woo stuff woo-woo of uh, stuff, the Reiki. Reiki. For those of you who are just tuning in uh, or don't really care about any of this woo-woo stuff, Reiki is like a... It's like an energy healing or just a very chill meditation. I don't know. I'm always somewhere in between. Um, but I do that every night before I go to bed and it's so chill. I sleep so, so well. You still do it? Yeah, I still do it. Ah. Yeah, definitely. Like I st- like when I go to bed, I go to bed super, super early, by the way, because I still need to like yeah. make sure that I get enough rest. I go to bed and I start reading a book. And um, then I already put my hands in the position. And at one point I get a bit drowsy and I put away the book and then I do the Reiki thing and I only get halfway and then I turn around and fall asleep. It's blissful. I'm so jealous of that. It's so nice. I, I, but you were doing those sleep. Yeah, I still do that yeah. too. Oh, see? I still do the thing. We where, totes where, have our shit together, uh, Andrew. Yes, see? Yes. We do I'm things not, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read um, Get Your Shit Together. Mm-hmm. Twice, once. Oh, nice! In my subconscious, I put it on and, ah, went and then to you bed fell asleep, and then fell asleep <laughs> listening to the book. That is so it's, cool, isn't it? That's lovely. It's like, let's see if that works for yeah, me if too. Yeah, if your subconscious, again, my subconscious can, mm-hmm. can get the information and then read it again. Nice. And oh, okay. Cool. So, do you want to hear my next thirty-day challenge? Sure. My next thirty-day challenge is editing. The first manuscript of the self-help hipster book. Oh my God. Isn't that super exciting? So you're going to do that every day? Yes. Yes. Uh, Just to keep in the flow of things. And um, um, the official chapter outline is there. I talked to my editor, but also to the the editor-in-chief of the the university, uh, the editor-in-chief of the publishing house. Uh, it was like I always get so nervous about all these things because I'm always convinced that they're gonna like this, the moment I walk into the office space, it just go, <laughs> "You get out of here." <laughs> they never do. Um, so um, we talked about the book and we talked. We discussed the deadline for the first official manuscript. Um, I have fifty thousand, fifty-five thousand words lined up and ready to go, and now I need to sort of knead and mold it into exactly what I want it to be. So I'm doing a couple of different editing rounds, but the first editing rounds I'm working on right now, I've already done the first eight chapters uh, and I try to do like a chapter or half chapter, depending on how big it is a day. Uh, And in the meantime, I'll keep sending material to my first editor, my agent slash editor, and then it will go to my editor slash editor in chief. All right. Can you give us a sneak peek of what the book is like, not about, but what is the hook? The... um, I'm not sure if I can like define it as a hook, but the idea behind the book is, okay, how can you use self-help and self-development tools and tricks and tips without turning into a complete idiot 
who takes it too far. Like it's, I, I always like sort of explain uh, my book uh, as self-help for regular people. Uh, it's like a self-help for self-help. Hey, How meta so meta. <laughs> Yay, there's the meta reference, self five. No, and I'm super, super excited about it. I like, I always like the, the creative process is still a thing because sometimes I'm reading, I'm just like, this is shit. And then the next time I'm like, oh, this is actually really nice. And then the next one minute, I'm like, I'm a genius. And then I'm just like, oh, kill me. This is the worst. <laughs> so that's, that's like, that's a roller coaster that just keeps like, that's so exhausting, but it's part of it. So basically the way that I describe it to myself yeah. right now is like, I have to give birth like an mm -hmm. hour a day. That's the way that I'm looking at it. For th this upcoming month, I have to give sure. birth an hour a day. This is the struggle Yeah, that this comes with. Exactly, so let's do this. Let's That's do my 30-day challenge. Awesome, awesome. And for in the first episode of season three, you will learn how successful I have been in terms of the editing process. Oh Dum, dum, God. dum. I'm gonna take another bite of my Me donuts. <laughs> and then I feel like we should get into the books. Mm. Plural. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew is loving his mm. life right about now. Yeah. Here this crunch <gasps> of the top. This. <laughs> you either made a couple of people really, really happy with that or you gross some of the people out. Either way you're fine with it, I feel. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's none of your fuck budget. <laughs> okay. So fun fact. Ooh, wait, oh, wait, we have to give the cat a cat stick. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because Andrew be is a very considerate visitor, and he yeah. brought me donuts. And candy. he also brought candy for the cat. Ooh. Oh, this is exciting. She's jumping at it. She eating it? Yeah. Oh, my God, so exciting. Okay, now we're all ready and fed. <gasps> Let's get into the books. Fun, fun fact. We were actually supposed to record this episode on November 15th. That was the original plan. But yesterday, on October 31st, Andrew texted me and he was like, okay, can we do it tomorrow? I was like, yeah, sure. Really? Yes. Didn't, don't you remember? Because then we have the, the thing planned. No, I thought just the photo shoot oh, was really? No, not no. The, not, not this. I thought we were going to shoot the podcast at nine and then we would afterwards we would do the, we'll do the shoot. Oh no, <laughs> okay. I thought because we can... Mm. Right. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, but so Andrew texted me yesterday saying like, okay, can we do it tomorrow, the, the podcast? And I was like, yes, we definitely can. And then I thought like, I know that I, because I was still reading uh, getting your shit together. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how far along I am, but I think I, I knew I was about halfway. So I got to like, I, I looked in my, uh, my, my, my Kindle and I was at 63%. And I've made it until eighty nine percent. So I've I'm I I missed the last eleven percent of the book. So but I you got into the deep shit. Oh right? yes, I got to the deep shit. That's okay, the final no, chapter. That's so just like a little disclaimer, I like the other um, getting know the life changing magic of not giving a fuck. I've read that twice, and Andrew's read getting your shit together twice <laughs> once. Eliana consciously, now, uh, I'm sorry. I'm linking my plate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I never said I wasn't disgusting. Okay. It's not disgusting. It's a little bit disgusting. Um, so I don't know the little last bit of um, getting your shit together, but I'm so excited to talk about these books. Let's get into it. Yes. The book of the month. So these books are written by Sarah Knight. 
Sarah Knight used to work in like publishing or uh-huh. something complicated. And at one point she was like, fuck this shit. I don't want to work in an office. I want to be self-employed and I want to move to the Caribbean. And the bitch <laughs> Did quit it. her job, started <laughs> writing these books and moved to the Caribbean. So, hey, <laughs> life goals accomplished. This is someone that we can actually take advice from. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, let's first talk about her first book, which was The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, which is a very clever play Mm. on The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying by Mary Kondo. These books couldn't be further apart, in my opinion. Why not? Because Mary Kondo is very sweet and delicate, and she talks about your socks going on vacation. (laughs) And Sarah Knight is just like, okay, you need to decide what you give a fuck about and what you don't give a fuck about, and then act on it. So yeah, maybe in a way both, they are both practical, maybe pretty similar, but the tone, but the tone is different. Yeah. The tone is quite different. Yes, yeah, yeah. and she 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 kind of mocks Marie Kondo. A she bit, does right? definitely does mock Marie Kondo, but I love a good mocking. If you yeah. do a, a mocking correctly, I'm all on board. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, Andrew? Tell me all about it. Are we talking about? Both at the same time? No. We're, or, uh, are I, we talking I, about them as a set? Or are we talking about them... Be, are we going to discuss this one first and then the other one? What or, would you like, darling? Um, this is... this is like, like, if you ask my opinion, I cannot... Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to review them as a set. Okay. Then we're going to review them as a set. That's fine. But, yeah. Because they... It's very... They like overlap, they definitely And they, 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 they continue... Exactly. The story, the story continues like, yeah. of... Uh, in in getting your shit together, the story continues on how to actually translate giving a fuck about important things and not giving a fuck about unimportant things, how to translate that into a successful life, basically. Yeah. Right? So it's like the sequel, but it, it, it really t- starts from yeah. from there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, also last show, we mm-hmm. talked about the other giving a fuck book. Yeah, The Subtle Art the of subtle Not Giving art a Fuck by Mark Manson. Buck, which is written by Mark Manson. Which is a guy. Yes. Right? So, um, and I remember you saying you like the the Sarah Knight version better. I do. Yeah. Um, I read Mark Manson first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that had a quite a bit influence on, on how I do things. And for me then, Sarah Knight was a book that I recognized myself in. Because I already do all that. Okay. So it's like, uh-huh, people should do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, people should do that. Can you, can you explain how you already are doing that? It's... Um, like a specific like life example? It's all about uh, uh, your fuck budget. Mm-hmm. You only have a certain fuck budget, which means things you care about. Yeah. The, the fucks you give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucks you can give. It's limited. Yeah. You, you can't... You, you don't have an unlimited they don't grow no, no. They, they, so um, she talks a lot about social events yeah like um, go, do you go to this party do you um, uh, conform to yeah. regular regular de- life social, with, uh, events social events as, di- as are dictated do by you, society uh, exactly do you go to meetings at work yeah. or skype calls or, or conference yeah. calls oh god kill me all the things that that are are awful mm-hmm. i am very very aware of how awful these things are mm-hmm. and i've distanced myself from those 
from, from well most done. of them. And I just really don't give a fuck about these things anymore. And mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about telling people yeah. that I don't want to. No. So um, her thing is you can be honest and polite yeah. at the same time. It's like RSVP um, no. Mm-hmm. And don't be an asshole about yeah. saying no, you're, you can't come or you don't want yeah. to. Um, and be honest about it. Yeah. And not RSPS when you when know you're not, you're not, not going to show. And mm-hmm. then just don't show and blame yeah. it on a migraine. That is not... No. Then you're being an asshole. Exactly. So um, these things are, are pretty normal to me now. It's yeah. like I... I, I, I I am very careful about the fucks I get. Yeah. And that I have to agree with. I was already on my way, like definitely mm-hmm. in terms of social events, to mm-hmm. not give a fuck if I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But um, this book kind of like pushed me over an edge that I didn't know I still needed to be pushed uh, okay, over. Yeah. Um, for example, for me, um, I have a, like, I get invited to birthdays and... If you're a Dutch person, you know that Dutch birthdays are not necessarily the event of the year. You just <laughs> stand or sit around. Sitting is the worst. You, you sit s- around in a circle. In a circle and you eat little... There, there, There's a choice between um, uh, whipped cream cake. Whipped cream cake. Or apple cake. Or apple cake. Or apple, yeah. Yeah, apple crumble and, cake. Yeah, and um, if, you're, if, you're, if, if you're not lucky, they have pie instead of cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, from Multifly. <laughs> my my beautiful donut is coming back up. <laughs> if you're not lucky, yeah. then um, that happens. Yeah. And then you get to uh, drink coffee. Yeah. And then they say, shall we start? And when they start, that means the uh, creative beer comes out. Oh, yeah. And then, then they then get to, to the alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. of the hour. Yeah. Right. Um, so Dutch birthdays aren't necessarily an event. And... Um, I don't mind going to birthdays of people that people that I'm really close with, but birthdays of people that I don't know that well, and subsequently, I don't know a lot of their friends, so I just stand there and I make awkward conversation with people that I will most likely not see again for an entire year until we have the same awkward conversation the next year. Mm. Isn't that like... I was, it's the worst. It's the worst. And it's just not what I want to do with my time. So I was invited to a birthday of one of my not so close, but a friend. Like I consider her a friend, but it, we're just not very close. And I got invited to her birthday. And I do feel like birthdays are the exceptions to other like no fucks given rules. Because birthdays are like a special occasion. And um, I would sooner go to like someone's birthday event uh, than like a random drink if I don't feel like it. Like I would sometimes, depending on what kind of birthday, like if, if it's your 25th or your 30th, I would sooner make an exception to my no fucks given rule um, than for random things, you know? Mm-hmm. However, I don't always feel like standing around making awkward conversation with people that I'd never ever see. So at one point I was invited to someone's birthday party and I like I knew that I was going to have like a very busy month. I could be doing so many other things with my time that I would enjoy so much more. So I just said I couldn't go. I sent her a gift and then I went out for a drink with my two best friends. 
let the Amex do the talking. Let the Amex do the talking. Hallelujah. So and and that is great. And the same, it, it, yeah. It, it says I care. Yeah, about I definitely you. care. Yeah, I care about your birthday. Yeah, I do. I wish you well. Here's some, some something, here's to, something enjoy. to enjoy. Yeah, but you don't have to give the most expensive no. thing of your life, which no. is time. Yeah, exactly. The non-renewable resource. Exactly. The so time is yeah. the most valuable thing that I have, and I really enjoy not going to things. Me too. Like not going to things is like crack to me. Yeah. So like if I can have the time by myself on the couch to play dumb video games or to watch episodes of the show that I'm currently obsessed with or go to bed early or to or to oh, read. Wow. Yeah. I just love my life when that happens. Me too. And you know what I also love that this book kind of taught me? Um, it's okay to not care about certain things in the way that others care about it. Um, let me talk to you about fucking weddings. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's, weddings. That's crack open. Weddings are so fucking long. <laughs> weddings start at freaking one and end at freaking one. Hmm. From one a.m. to one p.m., you want me to be there in a fancy dress, in my high heels, smiling and laughing. I can only do that for like six hours, <laughs> and then I'm just kind of done. I didn't realize this until two weddings in this yeah, summer. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, okay, you know what? I, I, but luckily the best wedding, which is my my best friend from high school got married. And it was so, so fun. It was really, really nice. But I knew like, I am done around 11. Um, I am done around 11. Actually I'm done at 10, but for my best friend, I can make it until 10.30. <laughs> but I don't want to stay until the end. No. And she's like at someone like at your wedding, you have so many people around you and you're so busy that it doesn't really matter if I'm there or not. It's, it matters that I'm there for the most part, sure, but it doesn't matter if I'm there for the last hour, or at least it doesn't in my opinion. So the last wedding that I was was amazing. I had so much fun. We danced, we ate cake, we had wonderful food. They looked so in love and so cute, and I was so happy, and we took a bunch of pictures, it was really fun. And I houdini the shit out of that wedding at 10.45. And I was so happy when I was back in bed at 11.30. What do you call that? The Irish... The Kardashian. The Irish goodbye or a Kardashian. The Kardashian? That's the, one, that's the I, term you coined. Yeah, yeah. I thought... I was going to say, you can't really Kardashian a wedding. Well, not Kardashian. If Kardashian because means it's just an hour and then yeah. you leave. It's like you pop in, you, you yeah. say, hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah, And you're okay. like, boom, boom, boom. And then gone. <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's not technically a Kardashian. So it's an Irish goodbye <laughs> or a but Houdini. But an Irish goodbye means leaving you don't say without, goodbye. Exactly. Leaving without, without saying yeah. goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I that's what I do. Because I think I feel like the, the most... I don't know. I, I hate making a big deal yeah. out of leaving when there's a lot of people involved. Mm -hmm. Just let me quietly grab my coat and just walk out and everyone else is still doing their yeah. thing and having a great time instead of like focusing all the attention on the fact that I'm leaving early because I'm a basic granny. I, I, I agree with you because yeah. it makes a big deal out and of leaving. And it shouldn't be. And, and the, 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 the host of the party is going to feel yeah. that you are leaving. It's going to feel like, oh, she's, this is, she's leaving too. Yeah. She's leaving too. Oh my God, people yeah. are leaving. That's why you just have to like and skip out just, the store. Just, just go. Yeah, nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. No. She's having and fun. If they do, yeah. Everything is still going. Exactly. And it's like, where's Liana? 
oh, oh she she's left. Gone. Yeah, and uh, then okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. I'll get a boom. <laughs> you know, it's like nobody. Gives I think I'm just fuck. gonna like send a, like a random email to all of my friends. Like, okay, guys, I'm coming to your parties, but at one point, if I if I've left, just let it go. Just let me leave. Yeah, yeah. And this book basically talks a lot about it's okay if you do not give a fuck about things that other people might give a fuck about. You decide what you find important in life and what you don't. Exactly. There are some people who love being at everyone's birthday and who love being there at the entire wedding. There's other people that care an awful lot about cleaning their kitchen or, I don't know, volunteering or... It doesn't really matter. You decide what you get to give your fucks fuck budget to um, and I get to decide what I give my fuck budget to and let me tell you weddings aren't very high on the priority list anymore (laughs) sorry about it neither are um, uh, obligations like birthdays you've been invited (laughs) yeah I know I hope none of my friends listen because that's going to be a train wreck Um, not going to be the maid of honor yeah fuck it (laughs) (laughs) and um, I also really love Sarah Knight's writing style that really like like makes it really fun for yeah, me to read her books. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. also a lot of fun to listen to because she, oh, I bet. she yeah. narrates her own books. Oh, cool. It's super, super fun. Yeah. What, what does she sound like? Is she like, I thought she was from New York, yeah? Um, Is she? I thought so. I, I, I just see her as this girl who lives <laughs> on an island. Yeah, she does now. <laughs> it's true. No, her, her writing is really, really fun it reminds me of Jen Sincero but a little bit less hysterical yeah it's more toned down it's more but she yeah it's but she, you know she's very in touch with the world yeah exactly she's, very in touch she's with, yeah with reality with the definitely world and with pop culture yes which is, awesome. which is also yes. which is also our thing so yeah. obviously we love that yeah. and um so I and what um these books were recommended to me by my friend Susanna, who mm-hmm. you also know. And um, she also said to me, like, I loved her first book, but I I, I loved her second book. And that's for me too. Yeah. And because I Because yeah. that's what I was gonna say as a set. Yeah. Yeah. These are unstoppable yeah, as a yeah, set. Yeah, I like the first yeah. one. Um but I loved the mm. second one. Because that's where it it starts all comes for together me. Mm-hmm. for me that's what i that's the yeah. book i i like to, yeah. to listen to to need uh, because yeah, it's yeah. so it be, like uh, let me explain to you a little bit about what getting your shit together is about it's it basically gives you like three very simple rules or like tools yeah or like a strategy mm-hmm. in order to get your shit together but not just like random shit how to get all your shit together yeah. from getting being late to work all the time to finishing your book to saving up money to dieting if you use her her rules you can get your shit together in all the different departments of your life and she explains it so well oh. and it's just like it like it's so cool the way that she has made something so simple to that you can actually apply to every little thing in your life you want to change yeah and I love that it's it's not complete. No. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be because it's you 80%, can... It's 80%. You it know, can, it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you can get most things done with these three simple... You can kind of copy-paste yeah. it onto whatever yeah. you want to get your uh-huh. shit together on. Shall we name them? Yes, I'm looking them up as we... She can. uses the analogy of the things you always have to get together. Mm-hmm. The shit you have to get together in order to function in this modern society are 
your keys, the keys to your house yes. or car or anything, your wallet, which is all your bank passes and your money you can't mm -hmm. function without, and your phone. Strategy focus, focus commitments. commitments. Strategy focus commitments. So when you when you talk strategy, it's basically okay. I wanna I don't know. I wanna save twenty thousand dollars because I wanna travel the world. Me too. Oh, sorry. There we go. So <laughs> that's the first thing. That's, that's the thing. That's, that's the goal, goal that yeah. you want to do. And now you have to think about the strategy that you're going to use in order to change that. Once you've done that, you have to focus on getting it done. When when you when you talk about strategy. Strategy Focus is when you, yeah. You, your strategy is where you say, um, you use the power of negative thinking mm -hmm. and you go and think like, okay, what if I don't do it? What if I don't do this? How, how, what annoys me about this? Mm -hmm. Why am I unhappy? What? And then you, you think about all the shit that comes with yeah. not doing the thing what you should be doing. Yeah. And then you come up with a goal. It's like yeah. 20,000 bucks. Yeah. So I can travel the world. And then you think, okay, how am I going to get that 20,000 bucks? And you think, okay, if I stop doing my daily coffee run, I save like, I don't know, $4. And if I start working an extra day, I can make, I don't know, $200 extra. Mm -hmm. And you grab those two together. And the idea is, is that if that you, um, if you do this and you save, you set that money aside, then over time you will get to your $20,000. Which is commitment. Which is commitment. If you do it consistently yeah if you keep at it you keep at it and i feel like the, the first thing that she does really well is the thing the like the what you said before is the um the negative uh the power of negative the thinking. power of never thing i feel like that it gets such a bad rep negative oh, yeah. Yeah, negative yeah, yeah. thinking mm -hmm. and the and the actual motivation that you can get out of it is get such a bad rap in like usual self-help because we have to think positive and we have yeah, to believe yeah, yeah. that we've already reached the goal and how does that yeah. feel and who <sighs> and it's which also it, can sure, work it can but, work but yeah it is so effective like if you are currently in like a shitty situation and you want to get out of it it really actually fucking helps to, to mm -hmm. list all the different things that you don't like about this so that you actually get off your ass and do something about it. That same goes for dieting. <laughs> the same goes for stamina and 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 health. Yeah. And the same goes for like, if I apply the art of negative thinking to um, to my book, like okay, what what if I don't do it? Mm -hmm. Then eventually, my editor and my editor in chief are going to be like, okay, why are you writing a book? And then at one point they'll dissolve my contract. And then at one point I have to tell everybody that I was supposed to write a book and then I didn't do it. And then I will be the person who hasn't written a book, which again, all things that I could get over eventually. But the yeah. outcome is so yeah. much cooler uh -huh. and yeah. so much better if I actually focus and commit. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the negative thinking is actually very useful. And which reminds me, um, the I don't know her full name, but Jen from Get Bullish has written a super, super awesome article about this, of the, the motivation behind fear and, and anger and disgust. Uh, it's super well done. I'll, I'll link that in the show notes. It's really, really good. It, 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 makes, it makes, makes me think of uh, something Tony Robbins does. Yeah. And he uses... The carrot and the stick. Oh yeah, sure. So, um, he says it's called the Dickens method, mm -hmm. where he uses the power of negative thinking. It's like, okay, this is the ghost of the Christmas past. Like, 
see yourself mm-hmm. being shitty and not doing what you should be doing. And then also uses the the carrot. It's like, but what if you did do it? Hmm. You could be on the island then. So the carrot and the stick, I think works really well because i think so too some people have uh, an imagination that they want to go somewhere sure and other people just don't want to lose things exactly so yeah you need both cost um, yeah um like it's avoidance and yeah, and yeah. going towards exactly yeah. yeah so if you have both i think use both use both mm. but back to the book back mm. to um this one mm-hmm. while we eat our sorry Awesome. I still had like a little bit of my awesome donut left, so I had to put that <laughs> in my mouth. Anywho, um, so as I was really getting my shit together or getting your shit together, um, it really helps you focus on getting your shit together. And I remember that Susanna said that she also loved that quite quote, and that it was like the one of the most important things that she has read. Um, shout out to Susanna. Shout out to Susanna. Um, it's watch not, her YouTube videos. Watch her YouTube videos. Link in the description <laughs> plug, <below>. plug, <laughs> plug, 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 um, plug. At one point, there's a quote in the book that basically said, just because you're doing a lot of stuff, just because you're doing a lot of shit, doesn't mean you have your shit together. No. Because you spend your days doing the non-important shit, and the most important shit just lies there and doesn't get uh. together. Then you're still not getting your shit together. Uh, do, do, do you, do you, Hashtag do you know too what, real. Oh, it's too real. I, you know what? You know what I hate mm-hmm. when I'm doing something and it's not even on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. It's like Why? I can't even. I can't even check. I can't even check this check off this and feel off that little rush of wasn't dopamine. Even on the list. I know. Oh yeah, my God. it's the freaking oh, worst. It's the, it's the realest. <laughs> I hate it so much. So this book also basically shouts out, <laughs> do the big things. Do the important things. Oh, but... Do you, the you, big shit oh together things. God. Which if, is hard. When you get to do that, that means really having your shit together. Right, because yeah. Doing the important things are usually the things that don't that you don't reap the benefits no. just yet. It's long-term shit. It's, it's long-term so shit. Mm. And you, you, you know it's just a major investment. Yep. You're not getting any money. No, and you're it's, not sure when you're if not, uh, you'll get the return, when the return is oh, going to be. You just got to have so much faith in doing the right thing. It's ridiculous. It's so hard. Yeah. Oh, it's so uh, hard. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, can, <laughs> can we... Um, Talk about the chipmunks. Yeah, but I I find that so confusing. <laughs> I like okay in in getting your shit together. Uh, Sarah Knight uses three chipmunks to explain like three different peoples who are in various stages of getting ha- of having gotten their shit together. I always forget which one is which. So like I forgot like the second chapter in which one was which. So then none of it made sense anymore mm-hmm. whenever she used those examples. And at one point they got girlfriends. So yeah. I got even more confused. But I, I, I'm but confused the, too, but yeah. I love it so much. It was a cute example, but it's just, I like, I forgot. Sorry about uh, it. Meet, I, I don't know which chipmunk <laughs> is which, but it makes me want to. Yeah. To know. It makes you want to wa- watch Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> now, she, I don't know, the way that she writes and the way that she explains, it's so clear. It's mm. so, like, to the point. You know, it's so clear that when... Now we are trying to um, talk about it. Mm-hmm. I feel we're not doing it justice. No. I feel like, oh, are we saying something? It's It doesn't sound 
profound no <laughs> when but I no regurgitate regurgitate yeah which is such a gross word don't you think regurgitate this Ooh. is not the word to be saying no when we're having these when we are re- it. reiterating it reiterating thank you very much mm-hmm. you're welcome <laughs> No, it's true, and that's that's why I would, can only say you have to read these. Once you yeah, read you these, you'll read know this. exactly what we're talking about. I can look up a couple of quotes that I really liked in order to get some yeah, of like her writing exactly. across. Uh-huh. But trust me when I tell you that the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck will definitely teach you more about how to not give a fuck and actually execute that in your life because you want to be liked and you don't want to say no and you want to be that person that you think other people want you to be and sarah knight social system yeah sure and but sarah knight really tackles how to not give a fuck without being a dick and i feel like she does that exceptionally well and for me personally it just like made me realize like it's okay if i don't care about certain things like sometimes on Twitter, someone's like ranting about something or like making it like is super happy about something or super sad about something. I'm just like, I can't relate. I don't care. And that's okay. Like that's I don't fine. have to care about everything. Obviously, I need to care about the basic things because I need to be a decent human being, but I don't need to care about everything to the same extent that they are. We all have different fuck. We all spend our fuck budgets differently. It sounds so obvious. Yeah. But so many people don't they overgive they, that like they always yeah. are always overspending on their fucks oh yeah yeah and getting your shit together teaches you things can be done yeah there's no excuse they might take a long time and yeah. they take commitment and they take changing a little something about the way that you're currently doing it in terms of your budget in terms of the daily calorie intakes in terms of the way that you talk to people but it can be changed and that's why i feel like the books together are so potent yeah yeah. um and explains their success in my eyes definitely um they're very powerful they're not long at all no and they're super like you you, especially through the first one you read through that shit like nobody's business it's so easy yeah plus um it's it makes it so simple yeah definitely that is the that yeah. is the if there's one thing that makes these books amazing yeah is that it makes it look really easy exactly. to get your shit together it's not it makes me want to get my shit together. right it's so motivating too because yeah. it's so easy and that's also something that i really like i for example getting things done by alan yeah i just i could never be arsed <laughs> it was just too complicated for me and it required too much too. of a change in order to incorporate that into my system. I just I just went, fuck it. I, I, I never did that. While this, you can do this any day, any time. This is like, this is something that you think about, bam, you got it and you start. Yeah. And not getting, giving there, a fuck is easy to learn. There's one thing from getting things done is, is, it's the same as what she preaches, is mm-hmm. make things bite-sized. Yeah, okay, sure. Make that is the... Yeah. the lesson for yeah. me cut it up it's into like chunks cut it up into chunks mm-hmm. and evaluate them yeah. beforehand yeah sure think about things mm-hmm. before you have to actually do it yeah so when you're making a list you are prioritizing mm-hmm. you are sitting down taking those five minutes to think about the moment you're gonna read it later yeah so um you've already put them in the first position second position third position mm-hmm. like this is 
actually thought through. Yeah. I'm going to do this first. It is important. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do these two things because they are on the must-do list. And the rest is on the to-do list. And it gives you peace of mind that you have to do these two things. And the rest is maybe not that important mm. to do today. Yep. Um, but you've thought about it. You've given it a good name. And yep. um, getting things done method teaches mm-hmm. you to to write it down yeah. as a real uh task that you mm-hmm. can actually start doing yeah like but i feel like i got the same thing from eat that frog and the pomodoro technique so oh yeah yeah does, yeah the getting things done method never really was my thing yeah. anyway i found the quote that i was talking about that Susanna mentioned it is just because you are doing a ton of shit all day mm-hmm. every day does not mean you have your shit together it means you are a high functioning human to do list potentially on the verge of total <laughs> mental and physical collapse nice Oh, makes me think of so many people. Oh, I know. Makes me think of myself. Um, and then she talks about the method of um, uh, strategizing, focusing, and committing. In this way, life is like an adult coloring book. You simply yeah. work your way through each little section until the big picture materializes before you. And I really like that because it sort of makes it it's a beautiful <laughs> metaphor of doing all those little things that will eventually lead up to having reached your long-term goal yeah i thought it was really cool also it makes it playful yeah it definitely definitely does um and then she also says about that you have to take each individual step that gets you there you must put one real or metaphorical foot in front of the other it is important to note that you're only as good as the last step you took oh my god i love that how do you how do you guys like my reading voice? By the way, love so it. good. I love it. Um, oh, and I really like this one. Time is the mothership from which two competing forces, prior prioritization and procrastination, mm. descend to create order or wreak chaos in your life. I love that. That's cool. Because definitely, like everyone who's listening is like a procrastinator in terms of like the Bermuda Triangle of social media. Um, I don't know, checking your email, looking on Tumblr. I don't know, nine gag if you're like completely retired, like get <laughs> find something else, Grandpa. Um, but, that, that, but that's so cool. Um, she always takes something that people already do mm-hmm. and um, uses it for good. Exactly. Like she says. Why don't you procrastinate, but procrastinate on the things that are not yeah, so important? Exactly. Right now. Procrastinate on that stuff. Yeah. And I also really like this quote about money, and I feel like you'll love it too, because we both also really love to talk about money. Um, this is um, she talked. This is where they talk about like how to stop worrying about money and stuff like that. Um, mm, I know so many people who complain about their finances, who lament not being able to pay for or save for this or that. They think of money as a lion that can't be tamed, or worse, as a cute fuzzy little mogwai in the streets and a gremlin in the sheets. In reality, money is just a piece of paper and you're a real-life human being with free will and probably at least two pairs of sneakers. If you're someone who says, I can't make it to payday without dipping into my savings or I'm always spending a little bit more than I should, then you're allowing money to build a prison around you and make you its bitch. What I'm saying is, don't be money's bitch. (laughs) I thought it was really cool. And like, there's a bunch of more quotes similar to this in um, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. And I... 
I cannot stress this enough. These are my favorite books of the year. And I did not expect to like them as much as I did, especially when I first heard the title of the life-changing magic of mm. not giving a part. I was just like, ah, you're just like ponying on to someone else's idea and then you're making it your own. But this is a successful ponying on. Yeah. This is good. And you can, you can, you can um, it's noticeable that she's an expert in publishing oh yes she's really good at she's this a genius. this this is she like, has yeah. she, she she she's got everything she knows right. her shit she knows how to push a book yes and how to construct one and how to make it light and fun yep. and and viral. she did a good job yeah for sure very good do you have any notable last remarks for the book for the books um i think we've covered it yeah i think so too yeah yeah go read them go read them for sure buy and let both. us know what you what what you think about the them set. yeah buy the set and let us know with the hashtag self-help hipster podcast <laughs> nice noise noise all right i'm gonna take a bite yes you take a bite i'm taking a sip of my flowery old gray tea mm. my current obsession these are my obsessions. Oh no. That's confessions. confessions. But these are our <laughs> confessions about our obsessions. All right. I feel like I already know what your obsession is going to be. Really? The van. Yeah. The van. Always the van. It's not always a fan. It's okay, it's a fan lo- back fan, again. Yeah, fan I didn't, flying. I didn't really prioritize the van for a long time <laughs> because I had so much shit to, shit do. to do. Plus, um, I was using it and it was working. I use the fan a lot for mm-hmm. work to go to sh- photo shoots yeah, sure. and video shoots and, and and going to to really far places and then having to be there the next morning at mm-hmm. 7. And I took the van, I slept in the van. Oh, it was nice. glorious. Yeah, was it? Every, it's so amazing. Oh, that's so nice. It's the thing I love so much is to take your house with you yeah. <laughs> and have water and running water. Everything mm. works, power, and so cool. So nice. But it, it, it wasn't finished inside. It doesn't look like a home yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I um, planned a little holiday with my best friend to go to um, um, the the Le Vosges, <laughs> the Forgesa yeah. in, in, in France, oh. or to go to some woods in, in somewhere in Czechia. What is Czechia? Czechia. Czechia. I think the Czech Republic. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's uh, the one. Yeah, sorry. Um, or some some somewhere place, we, we want to go fishing and then eat the fish and then make a fire and then have the fan parked right there. That's so cool. And that's the whole boat going back to basic thing. Nice. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be fun. And so um, I I planned that. So I now have a deadline to finish mm. the bed of the van. Yeah. So, and it make, make it look nice and homey. Nice. So I am back full swing building that, which is awesome. Yes, it is. Because now I'm also watching all the YouTube videos again from all these people who do the van <laughs> life and what they've done just to, 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 to get tips and tricks. To and learn to, a trade. And it's so amazing. This cool. Life, this lifestyle is so cool. Nice. I mean, Good the, for you. There's this channel called the indie projects yeah which is so fun they they 
they're a cute couple and they 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 um they go around um with their van and they do van tours of mm-hmm. other people's vans. Oh, that's cool. So you get so all these beautifully you shot other fans, yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they make really beautiful videos of other people's fans and they give it like a portrait of how they live and how they um the how they decorated their van. Cool. And it's so addictive addictive. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is my obsession. And on top of that, mm-hmm. I am now also obsessed with tiny houses. I don't know why. Oh god. But yeah, oh god, yeah. But this is <laughs> this is how it happened. Tell me. You know, I was thinking the van is awesome and I can So dr- for I the for the reader uh, for the listeners who don't really know what a tiny house is, if in, if I recall correctly, a tiny house is obviously a small living space, but it's also self-sustainable, yeah? E- it can be. It can be. Okay, but sorry. Yeah, Continue. mine will be, duh. Of course. Okay. So the van is like a tiny house on wheels, yeah. right? It it has everything. It has power with the solar mm-hmm. uh, power. It has water. It has everything. You can you can just yeah. live in it. But um you can go anywhere and park anywhere, but sometimes you really want a little bit of property, you know, to, yeah. to, to just have a, bo- a base, a home yeah, base. Yeah, a home base. And my ultimate idea of having a, a home base for the van mm-hmm. is a place on a piece of land with a spectacular oh, view, maybe course. in the woods, mm-hmm. and I have a, like a little house where I can dock the van into. So oh, like yeah. you go to the van with the van, go to this little tiny little house. Place. And then it's like you have land, you can be there. It's legal, it's yours. Yeah. You can you can farm whatever you want. And then I thought, is this feasible? Can I do this? How much money do you need for this? Yeah, I don't know. And about then that. I Googled Yeah. Um like land in Italy or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, yeah. And then I, I I found that you can buy a huge piece of land with olive trees and a what? spectacular view in Sicily for ten thousand euros. You're shitting me! It's like, really? What the hell? That's amazing. I can like do that. Yes, you can. And I'm going to do That's that. That's amazing. Can you can you imagine? And then I started thinking like, what if I just do that and and if I'm not there, it can be the most amazing Airbnb. Right. And I can make like, I can, I can, I can build one myself. Yeah. And I can design it myself and it can look really cool and awesome. It'd be the kick, like a kick ass Airbnb. And I can with have like- multiple tiny houses around the world <laughs> <laughs> Andrew is going for world domination via awesome? tiny houses and it's so doable that's so nice that's Turns fun I, 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 yeah so I'm gonna just um, think about cool. that for yeah. the next uh, time let that stir around few. a little bit yeah cool so that's my obsession duh, right now Wow, but your obsessions are like life obsessions, like life decisions slash how I lifestyle decisions. Sort of, right? Yeah, mine is just sticking around on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Go. Okay, so my current obsession is um uh in the uh, in the Netherlands we call it Diewmots, which is an acronym of um this is why people are on Twitter. Uh. In Dutch, this is why people on Twitter sit. And um, 
This is why people are on Twitter is a Facebook page and it's an international Facebook page. So you can just check it out wherever you're from. And there's also the Dutch version that you can also check out wherever you're from. But if you're not Dutch, it's going to be hard to figure out. And um, I actually went to their book launch in, um, in, on Thursday last week. And um, I went with a couple of my friends and um, it was so much fun because I knew a bunch of the, the people who are in the book, like, because the book is a compilation of like the funniest tweets in the last, I don't know, couple of years probably, or maybe even the last year. It's compiled by um, Aisha Schreuer and Nick Muller. And they're lovely people and they're so nice. And um, uh, it's published under uh, New Amsterdam, which is also mm. my publishing mm. agency. Mm. And um, uh, I went to the, uh, to the book launch and I had so much fun because the people who are on Twitter are also really funny in real life and it was just so nice to meet people that i've been following for like a while and it was i just oh, had like awesome, i had the best time and i didn't expect like i expected it was that it would be fine but i didn't expect to have as much fun as i did and i met like a bunch of people that i just get along with so well so that was really really cool so and um one of my friends is actually published on the website right now so he's like super proud and he feels like all twitter famous and um i bought the book and the book is really fun um this is not a promo except that it is a little bit of a promo because i thought the book was really fun and you can argue that like why would you need a book if you have the website and you just have twitter true but this is a book where there's 500 super funny tweets all in one go and i don't know about you but my timeline also consists of some other people who aren't who aren't necessarily funny like and people that are tweeting about like social justice or news events Mm -hmm. so even with all the fun tweets i also get down sometimes because of the shitty world that we live in and if you read this book you're bound to laugh and you're bound (laughs) to sort of like have fun for 500 tweets in a row so that was my obsession for the last week or so that's nice. Do yeah. you have the book here? I do. And it's been signed, which I awesome. love so much. Link below. Yes. There it is. Cool. Yes. It's there a really, it really, and it's a really like easy book. And I actually thought about like just, I've already read it. So I think I'm just going to put it in the toilet so other people can read it too. <laughs> <laughs> a bathroom book. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Very, 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 so that's very my cool. obsession. Awesome. Why did you just go to your pop culture pleasure now then? Yes. Pop culture pleasure. Okay, so this was bound to happen. But my pop culture pleasure is Stranger Things season two. Okay. Have you not watched it? No. (gasps) Have you watched the first season? No. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. <gasps> I've heard about it, but is it for me? I have braced myself in <laughs> shock, listeners. Stranger Things is a is a television se- series by the Duffer Brothers, um, with very clear influences of Stephen King, old like '80s movies, '80s series, uh, and it's about a little town um, that I what is it called? Hawkins? Yeah, the town's called Hawkins. And um, it's about... Uh, in Hawkins, there's a lab, and they find this little telepathic girl. And she ex- escapes. And there's, mm. like, monsters. And I, you know how much I love monsters. And it's all set in the 80s. Uh, and it's just... It's, it's set in the 80s? It's everything. And the first season was... See, that's, that's, that's The first season me. was amazing. And what is really, really amazing about season one is Winona Ryder... 
she's an amazing actress and she plays a mother that has lost her child like her child is missing and she you see her spiraling into insanity out of mm. worry and out of fear and all of it while at the same time she's the only one who's on like who's onto something and as the ser- like the season one continues more and more people start to realize hey something's not right about this and more and more people start to get on board with like all the shit that's going on and season one was amazing and i dare to say that season two was just as good in a different way because you already know the characters and you know the you know part of the 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 monster like stuff that's Mm -hmm. going on but you are so emotionally invested in the characters and the, the the music is so good and they have all these really really cool references to like cult movies and cult tv shows of the 80s 80s. and at one point like there's this they do a little knock um because there's like okay teeny tiny spoiler but there's like a relationship not like a relationship relationship but there's a caretaker relationship with with an older man and a young girl and they have the little knock that's the same one as in leon the professional that movie with Natalie Portman, where Natalie Portman learns how to be an assassin. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so much fun to watch. Like, I watched Breathlessly season two, and I, oh, it's just a <laughs> roller coaster ride that I just loved so much. It's so good. And subsequently, I've been listening to only 80s music for like days and days, and I keep Rick rolling myself, but it doesn't matter <laughs> because 80s music is fucking awesome. 80s music is fucking awesome. Exactly. 80s music is fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. We're no strangers to love. <laughs> you know the rules, and so do I. I love, I, I, I know it's not really cool to say, but I love that song. It's so fun. So those were definitely I love my... 80s video Oh, me too. Did you did you watch Glow? So slowly paced, Mm -hmm. and it gives me it's so relaxing. Yeah, it's so different than than now. So different than now. It's like yes. I I edit videos, and Mm -hmm. people ask me to do it like that. Yeah, it's like oh fuck you. Yeah, (laughs) I hate it. Have you watched Glow? No, the wrestling series set in the eighties. No, on Netflix. You have you have you have TV. You have Netflix homework. Okay, even though you I, have, even though you have no time, I have no time to yeah. watch anything serialized. Okay, it it's it's super super um, uh, scary mm. when I know it's a series. Yeah, you're just like, like ah, no time. Know, I have no, no commitment. I, I don't have a girlfriend to binge watch with. Yeah, sure. So yeah. it would be only me. And I, the, I and, mean, yeah. Okay. The reason why I don't have a girlfriend is because I don't have time to do these things <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> So, yeah, <gasps> okay, sorry. Touché, touché. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. No, that's f- that's fair. That's fair. What are your obsessions? That's uh, that's, that's the, the title that I wanted, by the way. <laughs> What's the title? I you- forgot you you the oh. title of this podcast. Yeah. I said I had a title too. Yeah. And my title was sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, yeah. hate that term so much. You know this. I hate yeah. that term. What are oh, your pop link culture below, pleasures? By the way, mm-hmm. of a video you have to see. Okay. From, um, it's a, it's a video uh, where a group of girls. It's a group of in- mm-hmm. influencer girls. Yeah. They um um, they talk about hashtags. 
Oh god. But some this this editor, mm-hmm. he took the video. Yeah. And then he 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 lowered their voices. <laughs> so it's really absurd. And everything they say is like 20 times more absurd because of that effect. I'm so excited. And it's like what the hell? Like are at the these same people? time when you're describing it to me, I'm just like I'm losing the will to live and at the same time I need to hear you this have to as watch soon this. as possible. We, after, after the this, show, we're going we're we're gonna gonna to watch, watch this. It. That it's sounds good. It's amazing. Okay. And link below. Yes. <laughs> we'll link it below. We'll link it in the show notes. And since you're linking below, mm-hmm. don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Hell yeah. And don't forget to like, subscribe, you know, like, subscribe all that shit. And, and give us a review on yes. iTunes. That'd be so cool. Thanks, you all guys. Right. But um, my, my pop culture yeah, pleasure. Your pop culture pleasures. Um, I'm super ashamed of this. Oh, God. But, but I didn't see Blade Runner like the original. Mm-hmm. I ha- I hadn't seen it. I I, I don't Which think I've like, seen it either. Now that I've seen the new Blade Runner, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm completely like, what the hell, dude? What? Why didn't you get into this? Yeah, before? I have to be honest. I have a zero. Of an inkling of what Blade Runner 2049 is actually about. Okay, if you even remotely like cinema, yeah. If you remotely like like design or the 80s, mm-hmm. or I do, <laughs> or, I do, or sound, or beauty, mm-hmm. or architecture, or future, or anything that's awesome. If you like anything that's awesome, this is it. This you have to watch movie, this. Okay. And these two movies are equally oh, amazing. Cool. It's a, it's a sequel with sure. hashtag Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, I can only say that I am obsessed, obsessed. with everything Blade Runner right now. Okay. What is Blade Runner like about in general? What is the concept? The concept is a dystopian future. Sure. And then something sort of yeah. Then everything happens. Then everything of. happens. Okay. And if I say Shit anything, goes down. if I say anything, I will spoil everything. Okay. No, th- so you don't have to. Dystopian future, okay. beautiful images. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the screenshots. Yeah. It's like whoa. And normally you would think a movie this beautiful is shit. Yeah. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Okay. Believe me. Oh, did I say believe me? That sounds like Donald Trump. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's real good. Huge. Mo- no, huge. No, 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 I'm not going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> huge. But yeah, it's my pop culture obsession. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds like a good like like mix blend of it. Speaking yeah. of, um, and I have one, and then we're going to move on to a little segment that I've added, especially for the finale. Ooh. I was eating dinner at a friend's house a couple of weeks ago and he was like do you want to watch an episode of the good witch with me and i was just like that sounds horrible let's do it (laughs) the good witch is a show that has been produced by hallmark hallmark and it is on netflix i sat next to my friend while we were watching this and i made fun of it the entire time because it is the most boring the most bad acted thing the badly acted thing that i have seen in a long long time but after one episode, I was just like, you have to put on another one because oh. I need to know how this completely bland and boring yeah. thing that happened ended in the next episode. 
So the Good Witch is about a little town. How weird is that, by the way? I don't know. I just got it was like the, it was really slow paced, which was nice, which kind of reminds me of the thing that you said about the video, the music videos in the eighties yeah. that were slow paced. This show was fucking slow paced. Nothing happened, and yet I was watching it like I was like super into it. And I made fun of it, and I made barf sounds all the time because I like I've made barf sounds. Kind of like the, my dad wrote a porno. Kind of, you, you yes. were, you yes. were uh, Alice. Exactly, <laughs> and um, um, so it's about a little town, and the good witch is just a woman who has like sort of an extra intuition, and she 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 knows exactly what to say or what kind of cream to give someone. She has this little store. She just knows just what kind of cream to give to someone or what kind of gift they need or what they need to do, and she's sort of like gently nudges them into those directions without actually you never see actual like cgi magic or anything it's just mm-hmm. like she's a good witch and she has a sister and a daughter and the daughter is played by the girl who played baby snow white in once upon a time who i thought was the most annoying <laughs> little thingy in that i've ever that i've ever seen and it's so like they act so badly it's just like so cringy but and but- then like Nothing really happens, but still chaos ensues, and oh, we're all very like concerned. And then at the end of the twenty-five minute episode, everything is fine. But what, does your friend love it? Like, yes, it makes him real? like totally chilled out. He just like it's my Zen moment, and I'm, I can get that. I can I can understand yeah. that. But he doesn't see the bad acting. Or I don't think so. No, <laughs> I feel yeah. To speak in my dad wrote a porno terms, it's the pits, <laughs> but. I can I can see the appeal. I can see the appeal. Mm. And which reminds me, because I was thinking about, like, this is the last episode of season two. And we, hey. throughout the time, we talked about a lot of our, like, pop culture pleasures and our... Uh, and I was thinking that we should maybe do, like, some honorable, honorable mentions of, like, our all-time, all-time favorite pop culture pleasures especially ones that we share because mm. um if if i look back on the time that we've been doing this podcast you would say something and then later i would get into it or sometimes i would say something and then later you would get into it yeah yeah and so yeah. i thought it would be kind of fun to sort of discuss that because for example i got into bojack horseman way <laughs> after you but bojack, bojack horseman, horseman is such a beautiful and intense and clever show yeah it's so good and they dropped season three like uh, i don't know maybe like you know, a, a six months ago how is bojack doing that's yeah that, i was on the shower like four days ago yeah i was like bojack you, you haven't seen the new season no 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 i don't okay. have a girlfriend remember oh yeah sure but like there's this concept where you watch tv on your own like you can watch 20 minutes of a tv show on your own i know it's revolutionary i don't watch but... serials okay fine. i can watch a movie yeah but it's too i wait what's the word in, uh, over overwhelming no yeah because intimidating you know the, yeah because you, you know there's still there's so more. much you have to watch okay. I, I can't do that okay. right now well but still I just wanted to sh- give like a quick <laughs> shout out to Rick to uh, Bojack Horseman like did you, you do you want to say Rick and Morty yes because that's my <laughs> yeah because that's my next one because you got me like Vincent was really excited about it and then you said it and then I got into it and I, I like that's one of the things that I discovered through our talk about like pop culture pleasures one of my favorites and then there was also Rick and Morty which you also so I think you were also the one who started yeah. to talk about that. Uh-huh. And Vincent also really loved it. And I got into it. And I it's just it's such a funny show. I mean, the fans are dickheads. Did you did you hear, hear the whole thing with the with the, with the sauce? Yeah. They were so did, mean did, to you, like McDonald's you, what, employees what, what, and stuff. Yeah. They were dicks. They were 
They were dicks. Signs like give us the sauce. Yeah, but idiots. McDonald's. D- d- you McDonald's is so cool to do that, right? Come on, you guys. Yeah, but you guys. Yeah, chill the fuck out. But also, um, maybe you can explain what what happened. Okay, so there's the first episode of I feel it's season three, maybe four. Um, where we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. This is an entire episode that focuses. Well, it's kind of a running it, gag. By it's the way. a running gag, and if like um, at the end of the episode, you learn that everything that Rick has done in that episode <laughs> is solely to get the McNugget sauce that McDonald's used to have with their chicken nuggets back into his life. And McDonald's then, yeah, for it's, the it's, sake it's, of the fans, mm-hmm. got the Mac- that sauce back for a little while. Specifically, it's the, the Mulan. When the, the, uh-huh. movie, the Disney movie Mulan oh, was launched, yeah. they had a little sauce that, that was called the... Not teriyaki? Is it teriyaki? No, it's not teriyaki. No, but it was something uh, like that. Szechuan sauce. Oh, yeah. The Mulan Szechuan, Szechuan sauce. sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And um, so the writers of Rick and Morty, they were obsessed with yes. that sauce because it yeah. was so good. It was so delicious. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. So Rick plays. Yeah. The, 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 the character yeah. is mm-hmm. searching for that sauce, for that going sauce. through the universe, just yeah. actually just looking like for Like wrecking that sauce. havoc on yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then McDonald's decided decided to, to reissue yeah. a very 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 exclusive yeah small batch of, of the, the Mulan sauce. sauce, but it was so exclusive that they send it to influencers. Really? Yeah, they send the Mulan Szechuan sauce. Yeah, with a very awesome. A Rick and Morty style artwork. Oh, that's so cool! It, not Rick, not official Rick and no. Morty, but it looked like Rick and yeah. Morty. Yeah. So it's the total wink yeah. to Rick and Morty, and they send it to YouTubers. To, oh my god! To and they were allowed to to get only one. Oh my god! Only one little mm-hmm. little uh, packet yeah. of the sauce, and then they had to eat it with the, with the McNuggets, and they were all going like, "Yeah, this is great. This is the oh, best that's sauce so ever." Oh, that's so cool. And they only gave a few McDonald's yeah. a few packets yeah. of the sauce. So it became a frenzy. Yeah. People were standing chaos. in line. It was chaos. People were, were protesting. Give us the sauce. Yeah. Give us. And they were being total dickheads. It was a whole but thing. But because McDonald's was so exclusive about it. Mm-hmm. It was like the raid on Supreme stuff yeah. in, in, in New York. Uh, you know, it, it was that level. Yeah. Of, insanity and I absolutely love that yeah that is so smart it's so smart and another thing Uh. that my boyfriend told me um, that I didn't notice until he pointed it out to me like at the end of the episode you um, there's a little like thingy of like the producers mm-hmm. or the the company that has made the made the show and it used to be like these little claymation like puppets claymation dolls mm-hmm. um, of like a a man, a woman, and a little baby on a couch with a dog. But then the maker of the show got divorced. So now it's a claymation doll of a little man with a beard and a lot of like <laughs> bottles of beer around him looking awful. Awesome. Which is a really cute little and really sad kind of kind of little play there. Yeah. So that was the other one that I thought of. Like can it definitely Can I do my favorite um, sure. uh, clip? Link again. I will link yeah. that again yeah. in this show notes. Yes. Yeah, because it's so awesome. 
remember the first the, the 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 reason I love Rick and Morty is this clip of I am Marsha. Oh yes, from the, yes, yeah. Marsha from Gazorpazorp. I'm here if you need to talk. Yeah, I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if you need to talk. <laughs> we're not telling you it's wrong. We're just telling you how I how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> We'll link that below. Uh, that is so. so those were my two honorable mentions, and um, I was wondering if you can, like, if you think back on the episodes that we've done this year, like, if if there's one that you definitely my out. dad wrote a porno. Yes, it's not very long ago, but no, it's, it's yeah. definitely has been. Can I tell you my favorite expressions amazing. that I've learned from my dad wrote a porno? Tell me, it's it's the pits, it's the pits. when something is shitty uh-huh. or something's really really bad. Two, pissed as a yak. <laughs> which means that you're super super drunk and three mad as a box of frogs oh no and then there's a fourth bonus one which is he's one can of beans short of a casserole which oh, means awesome. someone yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. all their marbles that's what they say that's yeah like, oh, yeah they say it on the show ah, yeah okay it's my favorite that's that's weird okay I, so I, that's I, definitely another one yeah not a thing is mine. So. Yeah, not a thing. <laughs> not a <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> Did you listen to the show notes with Michael Sheen yet? No. Oh, you should. It's so fun. Okay. Okay, so Bojack, Horseman, Rick and Morley, and my dad wrote a porno. Any and do you think can you think of any others that like have have like that you remember that like sort of stand out? Um pop culture yeah or pop culture wise like maybe in terms of music i don't know but other things like like stuff you eat most yeah. of the time when i see reese's peanut yeah, butter reese's cups pieces. i think of you yes things like that yes <laughs> like hmm. yes i mean anything with peanut butter i'm down yeah yeah cool so it does have an influence yes sort of so those I wanted to like I just wanted to like talk about those honorable mentions of the yeah. pop culture pleasures that we discussed Awesome. And then I feel like we're at the end of season two of yeah, the self This, is, this has been podcast. a little longer episode than normal. I we're bet at it, yeah. an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, well. But we it usually makes do sense. it in yeah. an hour. But, uh, makes sense. Well, there's makes a little sense. bit because of extra it's a double, stuff. And then double book. Exactly. A double book. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's the season finale. Yes, it is. So we'll probably be back in January. Really? Right? That long? Oh, we can, we can start no, sooner. No, 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 sure. <laughs> I feel like New Year, New, new year, Self-Help yeah. okay, Hipster good, good, good. Uh, podcast season. What do you say I edit this like today? That'd be cool. And like post it today. The one day after. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I'll write the show notes one today. One day after the, yeah. the second. Uh, the, the second. The last one. Yeah. Sort of to make up for lost time. Yeah. To yeah. sort of get my shit together. Yeah. So we're <laughs> strategizing, <laughs> focusing and committing. Like you get a double, double bill. Yes. Double, double. Double trouble. Double trouble. Sounds good. Double trouble. That yeah. was yes, like yesterday. Do you know the 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 Het Perfecte Plaatje, the stupid TV show? No. Where amateur photographers, Bay Enners. Oh. They, uh, it's mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. They <laughs> I've heard about it. I hate that show so much. Yes, do you? I hate it with a passion. Yeah. And I have to watch it. Passion and vengeance. Oh, you're hate watching. No, 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 no. I yes, I, you I are. watched it yesterday. Yeah. But I couldn't stand last season, so because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a photographer myself, mm-hmm. and I, I absolutely cannot stand jury jury mm-hmm. comments yeah. on amateur photographers. Yeah, it's the worst thing. <laughs> I, I cannot physically. Why and why? What exactly irks you about it? Um, 
Is it like because the comments make no sense or because the photography is shit? What? It re- it's so subjective. Mm, okay. And to yeah. be smug about things mm. that, you know, uh, come on. Just let them take come pictures. On. Okay. There, for me, there's like three, um, three categories. Like mm. you have professional photography, which mm-hmm. of course is very objective. It's yeah. like it has to um, do certain things. Like yeah. Commercial photography, things sure. that you see on TV, things like yeah. that. It's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then you can say the lighting in there is bad yeah. or blah, blah, blah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then there is art, which is art. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. no discussion there. No. I mean, Mm-mm. it's like, does it do something emotionally yeah. with you? It doesn't even have to be a good picture. It's art. Yeah. And then there's amateur photography. Mm-hmm. And I have a huge, huge allergy. I, uh, 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 every time I take a picture and it looks like amateur photography, it's like, this fuck is, this shit. This is borderline amateur photography. I'm not doing this anymore. Delete. Yeah delete this picture <laughs> but um this um show is yeah. all about that okay i can it's imagine it yeah and, and criticizing amateur photography mm, doesn't work i oh god <laughs> uh. i never actually see you hate things um this is a very interesting new phenomenon because usually we just talk about stuff that we love and you 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 are pretty chill you don't really hate anything Oh, I hate certain things. Yeah, yeah. but not very bad. Like, like you, maybe something you find something like sort of irritating. But mm-hmm. I've never seen you like worked up about something. And <laughs> really? I feel like this is the closest. <laughs> this is the closest that I've gotten to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to dig up some more things for next show. Oh yeah, that that might things be fun. Things I hate. Yes, let's let yes let's can add we, yes we can, can we definitely add yes, that yes. as a as a sub as a yeah we can do it as a segment as a segment let's do it. I love talking about the shit that I hate. I feel it's very like <laughs> cathartic. Let's do it. <laughs> but first, let me sum up what we talked about today. Do your thing, woman. Yes, this is, I'm, all right. This is what she does best. Yes, it's amazing how can how you, how do you do this? Years of practice at work and, okay. and during my studies. Because it's it's really reasons. important, and yeah. I keep forgetting to do it. Because it doesn't matter. You know what they say is tell them what you're gonna tell them. Then tell him. What you told him. And then him. tell him what you told him. Exactly. Like oh, that's beautiful. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to write that down. Okay, so in the final episode of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast Season 2, we talked about our 30-day challenges. And whereas mine was doing Reiki every night and make, makes me fall asleep like a baby, it's going to be now me editing my manuscript daily. And Andrew's mm. was morning routines, and he's going to continue with that, tracking his morning in his unboxed, <laughs> five-minute journal that he still needs to unpack yeah. we talked about our um self-help books the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck and getting your shit together by sarah knight those are two great books and we recommend buying them as a set reading them together and they will definitely make you realize what you care and what you don't care about and how to actually do things that you care about and how to get your shit together and remember just because you do a lot of shit does not mean you have your shit together Then we talked about our obsessions, and Andrew's is obviously a van, but also tiny houses, and he's going to move to Sicily on a beautiful little (laughs) vineyard or olive tree stump something, and he's going to live there. 
And mine is, uh, this is why people are on Twitter, the website, the Facebook page, the book. And for our pop culture pleasures, we talked about um, Stranger Things 2. And I, uh, because Andrew was not familiar, <gasps> gasp in horror, uh, with Stranger Things, I explained to him what Stranger Things season one and season two were about. Uh, same was with uh, 80s music. And Andrew is currently obsessed with everything Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. And we also talked, because it's the last episode, we talked about the honorable mention honorable mentions of the pop culture pleasures in this season and the most important ones for us that stood out that were like important to us were bojack horseman rick and morty reese's pieces (laughs) and my dad wrote a porno and this is the end well the end is near so once again we want to thank you so much for listening thank you for sticking by us um i feel like this is a good episode and i feel like you I love you. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. And um, I love the readers. I love the listeners. And um, we'll be back with a brand spanking new season. In with a new segment. With a new segment. Things, Things I, I hate. hate. Gotta love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can do it via my website or via Twitter or and Instagram. Your website is? The hipster.com. And you can also reach out whenever you use the hashtag #selfhelphipsterpodcast. Andrew and I both see it, so get in touch or don't. We'll love you either way. And see you next season. Ciao for now. 